Hi, and welcome to the Crux Podcast. This is episode one, and I'm Sam McHugh. So, what is the Crux? It's actually a climbing term, uh, but I found it very appropriate for business. It's the part of the route you're trying to finish, which is really the hardest part. Even if you've solved all the other pieces, you can't complete the journey if you don't figure out the crux. And I've always loved this metaphor in the startups and uh, the other companies I've advised. So as a brief introduction, I've been in B2B sales and marketing for about 20 years. I've been at multiple startups at a variety of different stages. So really this podcast is an endeavor to share what I've learned and observed uh, over that time and hopefully for the benefit of the people listening here. A little bit more about me, I have specialties in lead generation, demand generation, sales enablement, marketing best practices, and so over the course of these podcasts we'll go through various uh, granular topics, concepts, all related to what makes up sales and marketing as we know it today. And finally, I'd like to give a thanks to Wayne Satan and Christine Nielsen, two people who've recently given me that final shove to try something like this and to get some of my ideas out on uh, sort of a virtual sharing platform. All right, so in business, the crux can come in many forms, and I'm going to take all these episodes and break down the various areas that they could be coming from. It could be marketing, it could be sales. It could be product, it could be technology such as uh, automation tools, MarTech, sales tech, or it could be leadership. Uh, there are a lot of places and there's going to be a lot of different topics that can come into the into view into this uh, talk. But right now today I'm going to start with marketing. I feel like at the core it is a truly tricky, deceptively tricky issue that people have with making their company get off the ground at various stages. And I like to talk about what I call the why. And when I mean why, I mean why the heck should a customer care about your product? And I feel like people get so immersed in creating the product, working with it every day, getting some customers, trying to figure out making a sales goal for the end of the year, Um, They don't constantly really break down why their product is important so that they can articulate that to people who have never heard of their product before. And um, this is an ever-going, this is an um, ever-ongoing exercise, and you want to make sure you're doing exercises to make sure that that why is there. Otherwise, you're going to have a hard time scaling. So customers, I find, are so hesitant to change these days. The, the willingness to stick with the known evil or just okay is truly present. I feel people often feel they're one bad decision or one purchase away from being fired. Um, the old saying, no one gets fired for buying IBM, um, is always true. So you really have to get into the value proposition of your product and find out why it's urgent and critical, and then find out for whom it's urgent and critical so you can have that voice and that targeting that's appropriate to really get over the hump of what a customer will find critical and important about your product. Um, just, for, just for the sake of the concept, we're really just talking about top of funnel right now. Um, and in doing that, 
you're going to be digging into the solution and not necessarily yet digging into your product. You want to articulate to people that you understand their issue and, and the solutions that um, would come from that. And then talking about your product comes after that. But business needs often largely fall into cost, reliability, ease of use, security, integration. So all of these have a simple pain. Uh, you should be able to probe and then ultimately you'll get a chance to link your solution to it. So when I'm trying to do this either for myself or advising companies, um, there are a few exercises that I've found have been a productive way to get to it because a lot of people go, okay, Sam, this makes sense, but you know, how, how do I know I'm doing it right or, or how do I know what to do if I'm up for doing it? So here are a couple exercises you can try and should try with your product, uh, frankly, on an ongoing basis. Uh, first exercise is I would pick a friend or colleague, you know, someone sharp, um, has some business sense, but it doesn't really necessarily matter if they understand your product or your sector. And you should get them to give you time to let you describe the solution and your product and really get them to give their candid feedback. Do they understand it? Does it seem to make sense? Maybe all of a sudden you're hearing yourself pitch this to the person and you're feeling like, wow, I'm listening to myself and it really sounds convoluted. Sometimes that's a great first step to just understand, you know, have I gotten to inside my own head? Have, have I, uh, do I really need to just kind of tear down uh, my description of this and rebuild it? Um, and another way to do that is actually I would take your best piece of content and see what, you know, that person or uh, multiple people's honest reaction is to how engaged they were. I found, you know, earlier this year I joined a new industry and so I needed to do a lot of reading. And even though I needed to consume this content, I found very quickly with some pieces of content, I, at the, after the first paragraph, I would just really have a hard time staying engaged or wondering where it's going. And it, it became obvious that the solution or why, you know, why I should care about this product or this content piece from this company was not obvious. And that's a good sign that you really need to review your call of action and again, the why, so that when people are willing to take a peek at your content or take a peek at your solution or listen to you or take a phone, you know, take a phone call from you that you, you have the hook ready because uh, whether it's eight seconds or 30 seconds, it's going to be quick that you have to make sure that you've got their attention so you can get to the deeper discussions. Uh, second exercise I would recommend is practice actually breaking down your value proposition or product description into the simplest terms and sometimes people do this, but it never gets simple enough. Like really either imagine that you're running across this person, um, you know, in the middle of nowhere, or you're at a networking event, um, or you're trying to describe something to someone just to get them to be willing to take your call later. And if you've got that urgency to distill it into something that might only be 15 to 60 seconds, you really start to actually get down to a very powerful value proposition that is very, very stripped of, of anything that's vague. And if you can't do that, then it's really uh, um, starts to have you, 
you know, wonder it, what is your value proposition. But um, I find it a great exercise um, to sort of try to tie it back to the elevator pitch. And again, the whole idea is you're not shortchanging your product. You're trying to get someone interested so you can get to uh, a longer meeting, like a 20-minute to 30-minute meeting, to really then get into the heart of, of uh, again, why it matters and, and a lot more of the, the meat and potatoes of it. Um, you also want to examine elements that might mislead someone about the value proposition. Are you saying things and then people are responding completely in a different manner than you expected them and, and, and they're not understanding um, that your product does something or doesn't do something? Um, I went to some of the MarTech events and we all know that there's so many different vendors out there and they're layered upon layered upon layered upon Salesforce. And I mean, in the know, I was at one person's booth and I'm, uh, I'm talking to this person and I'm like, listen, it took me four guesses to figure out what you guys actually do. And I'm in the industry. So be very careful to have an understanding that you know the why of your product really aligns appropriately ultimately with what you end up describing about your product if you're in a demo um, you know you can lose someone's attention very quickly if you don't align very appropriately with what they need and what you do um, this can also end up helping with your target marketing and and um, you know the the you know, ideal customer profile that you set up to, to optimize your time with. And, um, you know, again, finally, start with a question. Think of questions that get to the why. Like if you're at a booth and people are passing by and, and you just want them to stop, what's a question you could ask? You know, are, is disaster recovery something you're struggling with? Or is your sales team having a hard time, um, you know, closing deals? Uh, these are all things that can start conversations and, and quickly get into the why of, okay, here's why we should talk if you realize that there's reception there. And so if you're doing these exercises, which I think are good to do, again, uh, pretty consistently, if you can't find someone to be your sounding board, uh, just give me a shout and I can help you do that.